you are not your parts. And in fact, your parts actually are integrated and they work together for the greater good of your, of your being. And so you are one whole being. Hi, I'm Cheryl Witten, and this is the Aromatherapist Podcast, where we discover the superpower of plants. So even in all of my years in industry and all of my years using essential oils, I still meet people who are not familiar with aromatherapy. And even while aromatherapy is sort of back on trend these days, it's clear that it is still kind of an obscure healing art. And so let's talk today about what aromatherapy is and how you can incorporate it into your life and the difference between using aromatherapy at home and visiting an, a trained aromatherapist. So aromatherapy is the art and science of utilizing natural aromatic essences from plants to balance, harmonize, and promote health in the body, mind, and spirit. So we use essential oils in aromatherapy and an essential oil is an is a aromatic volatile substance that naturally exists in a plant and it actually naturally exists in the plant for the plant's own health and vitality. So it will emit these essential oils or what we call allelopathic chemicals to protect itself from critters and insects as an antimicrobial agent to protect itself from plant-to-plant competition and other encroaching species. So essential oils actually are for the plant itself, but we can actually use these essences on the body and in the body to promote health within the body. They actually have medicinal purposes. And so essential oils are made up of hydrogen and carbon and the different ways that those molecules are arranged, create something called a constituent. And the constituent is the chemical part of the essential oil that is well-researched. Each essential oil has hundreds of different ones, but these different constituents are researched for their effect on the body. So the word aromatherapy originally came from a French chemist, a man named René Maurice Gatfosse, and he was a chemist who experienced a lab fire. And his arm... His body caught on fire, specifically his arm, and he kind of rolled around in the dirt to put out the fire. And what ended up happening was he got gas gangrene in his arm. So he used lavender oil to help his arm and it ended up healing the gas gangrene. And so he started to record this and talk about it and write about it. And he was the first one who really coined the word aromatherapy. So the term itself is sort of misleading because We think that it only works through the sense of smell, but this is not the case. And because of all those constituents I was talking about, they actually interact with the body directly and with the body's chemistry and systems. And when it is absorbed into the blood and into the brain, it actually reacts with hormones and with chemicals and enzymes and actually then has a pharmacological effect on the body. So these are not at all just nice little fragrances, a nice little perfume. And when we talk about aromatherapy as a healing art or for medicinal purposes, we're not talking about your watermelon smelling, you know, little oil you get at the boutique or the fragrance oil that you get at the boutique downtown because 
Those really are not authentic essential oils, and so they do not have the same effect. They're very synthetic, commercially produced, don't usually at all come from a plant, and so they don't react within the body the same way. In fact, they're much, 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 much more dangerous than a true authentic essential oil would be. So there are three real modes of action in aromatherapy, and we talked about the pharmacological one already. So when we, when we have a chemical change that happens when the essential oil enters the bloodstream and then reacts with hormones and enzymes. The physiological action is the way that the essential oil affects the system of the body. So some essential oils are sedating and some are stimulating and some do both. Like orange oil, for example, is a sedating oil. It can be very useful for anxiety and for insomnia. And so we can use that oil to calm the body and calm the mind and have a, have a physio- physiological effect on the body and actually sedate. But orange oil is actually very effective for mood disorders as well. And so it can actually be stimulating to the body as well. So this is kind of where people see all the different things that essential oils can do and kind of call it a bunch of quackery because there's no way that it can possibly do that. But because of all these constituents and the different actions that that makes an essential oil have, they actually in fact can do a multiple, a multitude of different things, which makes them very complex. And the other way that essential oils work, the other mode of action is the psychological effect. And this is the effect that occurs in your limbic brain. So this is the part of an ancient part of the brain that involves memory and emotion and cognition and some of your very primitive drives. This is the effect that occurs here in response to the smell of essential oil. So your sense of smell is directly uh, directly connected to the limbic brain. Your, your olfactory nerve goes into the olfactory bulb, which is connected to this part of the brain. So the psychological effect is a very excellent way to use essential oils. And we use this a lot for mood disorders and cognition and memory and getting some oxygen into the brain. There are different types of aromatherapy that you're going to kind of run into. Popular aromatherapy is really the feel-good therapy that is involving touch and smell. So this is aromatherapy that is in skincare and hair products and commercial products When you're purchasing, especially if you're purchasing from a boutique store, like we said, these kinds of products really do not have a lot of the efficacy and usually the quality that essential oils for health do. So that leads us to the medical aromatherapy. And this is what aromatherapists in a clinic typically typically do. They are using clinical treatment of different situations and health concerns with essential oils. There are not doctors. However, there are some physicians that are trained in aromatherapy that do actually do advanced, complicated treatment because of their a certain expertise in their education. They have more advanced um, training that they can do. They can do more advanced clinical treatment with essential oils. And the other type is really holistic aromatherapy, and this is really what other type of aromatherapy aromatherapists are going to practice. And this is really about viewing the whole, the body as a whole. So looking at the entirety of a person, the whole physical body, the mind and the spirit. And so that when someone comes to visit the clinic as a client, they will kind of look at a full, a full spectrum system and use essential oils and coaching in 
a variety of ways to help a variety of things. So this is understanding that you as a person are a whole being. You are not your parts. And in fact, your parts actually are integrated and they work together for the greater good of your of your being. And so you are one whole being. You are your mind, you are your spirit, you are your physical body. And that not to just focus on symptoms because what is happening in one area is connected to what's happening in another area. We cannot separate our gastrointestinal health from our mental health, for example, because if we have anxiety, we often have gastrointestinal problems or that's a possibility. And so this is about looking at the system as a whole, understanding that a person is a whole being and to set up a a protocol that focuses on well-being and developing this well-being and enjoyment of life as a system of self-responsibility. That if you want to be well, you have to take ownership of your own life and of your own health. So what that means is you can't just smoke a cigarette every single day and then expect that your essential oil is going to fix your problem. You have to be responsible for your entire behavior and actions and health. So there are other couple other principles of aromatherapy that make up this healing art. And those two are the main ones that we treat the whole person, that we focus on developing a system of self-responsibility. The other one is that we incorporate historical and traditional uses. So we know that uh, plant medicine has been around for a long time. And aromatherapy is nothing new. We've been using aromatherapy for 5,000 years. So some of the oldest archaeological sites that we have found actually have had stills on them, so, which means that they have been distilling plants in some way. We have records of essential oils being distilled in China back in 900 BC, even some as far back as 600 BC of actual distillation. And so there's lots of research on this. I'll leave a link in the show notes here that of one of the authors who really writes a lot about this aromatherapy, the history of aromatherapy, and you can go and read some of that and understand a little bit more about some of that history. But essential oils are nothing new. Before we had modern drugs, we had plants, and we had herbs, and we had essential oils, and we had essences. Essences were a huge part of ancient Egyptian culture and ancient Chinese culture and Greek culture. Some of the oldest pharmacopoeias have lists of essences and herbs and different ways that we that they were used over the years over the millennia and so and so essential oils really are nothing new so we want to incorporate these historical and traditional new uses understanding that the ancient people had a great wisdom that we can tap into and on the other side of that is that we also currently have a great understanding and an awesome modern scientific ability to understand essential oils as well. So we want to incorporate the historical use, but we also need to incorporate analytical scientific research based on the chemistry of essential oils and the signature personality profile of the essential oil because both are important. Historical and traditional uses inform us of an ancient wisdom that comes from mother nature. But modern science allows us to understand how maybe this might interact in the body in a different way. And what helps us to understand safety considerations and precautions and really advance the field of aromatherapy itself too. And the last principle is that we want to include 
all three modes of the actions of essential oils. So pharmacological, physiological, psychological. So use all parts of the essential oil. We want to use, consider all parts of the person and consider all principles in a holistic manner. So when it comes down to it, aromatherapy is really about holistic health. Understanding that how we act over here and treat the body in this way over here may affect the body in this way on the other side. Or ignoring this symptom and this environmental situation or this fear or this situation in the mental health is to our own detriment. So this is how we typically look at aromatherapy in a clinic setting. But not everyone is an aromatherapist, and so that's okay. You can still use aromatherapy in your own home for your own personal use, for the use of your children. But I would still encourage you to approach aromatherapy in that holistic manner. So if you're just getting into aromatherapy, I applaud you. It's a great tool for your health toolbox. And one of my favorite things, I've been doing it for 18 or 19 years now and really would never go a day without using my essential oils. So if you're just getting started, start to take a look at maybe some of the other areas as well in your life where maybe in your home, you're still using chemical, harsh chemical cleaners or and instead look at trying to swap some of those things out as well so that you can support both your desire for a more natural, eco-friendly, sustainable, uh, and clean living with your other tools that you're using as well. So you don't need to be an aromatherapist to use essential oils. If you are experiencing stress or pain or, or you have skin conditions or any other kind of a health situation where nothing else is working or you just want to feel better, you just want to feel different, you want to try something different, you want to be a little bit more natural, I encourage you to look at aromatherapy because it's very simple to use. You don't need a degree in science to use it essential oil. You just need to try inhaling it. You just need to apply it to the body and we can help you figure that out in ways to understand which essential oils to use. So when we get down to it, aromatherapy is a holistic therapy that is grounded in ancient wisdom and in modern science and uses potent concentrated natural plant extracts to treat the body naturally. And in my opinion, essential oils are one of nature's greatest gifts to us. All right, beautiful people. Thank you so much for listening today. If you feel so inclined, please subscribe, rate, and review this show. For show notes and more information on essential oils, please visit livelovelemon.com forward slash podcast. And we love to know what you're up to and how you're using your essential oils. So head over to Instagram and find us at the Aromatherapist Podcast. My name is Cheryl Witten and I am your aromatherapist. We have to share with you this obligatory disclaimer. Information in this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a replacement for medical advice or for professional aromatherapy consultation. If you need medical care, please visit your physician. Speak to your primary care provider, pharmacist, and a qualified aromatherapist before commencing any programs.